Yes, sir. I'm going to ease y'all in because it's Monday. I know this is kind of new to y'all. Just getting used to it. But it's Courtside Radio and we here. We live. Day one of two of this week. We all entangled in the studio. It's your boy Bruce Courtside. It's a little after 6.30. My kale was late as usual. Was new. Going to roast him. He ain't got no mic yet. But I got Mike and Mike Hill in the studio. We got Himes and a special guest that's always welcome, a good friend of the show. Uh, I'm going to kick it to the PG, and he can talk to everybody and let us know how it's going to go today. Yo, what's the deal, man? Mike Hill, the PG, is here in the building. Man, from Moreno Valley, I made it, man. So, uh, first of all, rest in peace, Uncle West, man. Thank you for everything. R.I.P. That you did for uh, me and the fam, man. Uh, but, yeah, we here. It is Courtside Monday. So, we are super lit, man. Excited to be here to to talk to you about this hoop, man. A lot of a lot of interesting things going on uh, with basketball. But uh, Magic Johnson, the show is myself, Mike Kelder, PG, and making sure this thing is a, always a fast break. You know, Mr. Showtime. Every time y'all hear Courtside Radio in the starting five. In the studio today, of course, other than myself and the big man, Bruce, we got Mr. Inglewood. What's up, Mike? Turn him up, turn him up, turn him up. You, you got to go gotta give me some life, big dog. You know, <laughs> let me lose, you, let I me lose. You. Yeah, it's Monday, baby. You know what it is. Courtside coming to you. We got a live and living color, raw, real basketball knowledge coming your way. And you know how we coming. Good news sports, good news radio. Tap in with us. We love you. Hey, like Mike said, we coming, we coming hard. And uh, <laughs> that's how we... That's how we do Long it, Long and hard. <laughs> Putting in work. Man, Facts, they, they call us the uh, NWA of this sports talk, and that's what we do. But we got Slim Shady on the line. Mr. Himes. What's up, Alex? Yeah, yeah, how you yeah, doing, man? Yeah, yeah. What's up, guys? Today I got I decided to go to the studio for this one. Had to get Chuck in the background and make sure we had the Lakers and the Celtics both represented here in the studio. It's good to... Uh, I see a giant M, so, you know, it's good to kind of hear you guys, and uh, hopefully you guys are staying healthy and well, and shout out to everyone who's tuning in to Courtside Radio Live, baby! Yes, yeah. sir. Ah. We litty. And then, those hand claps is for our very special guest, Uh-oh. <laughs> Mr. Basketball Studios. What's up, Brett? Yeah, what's going on, everybody? I mean, thanks, thanks for the boost, you know, with the with the hand claps and all that. Man, oh, man. Thank we you got for having me on. My guy all is love, always welcome. We've been trying to trade you for Alex for a while. For a minute. <laughs> so the asking we, price is high. Yeah. Hey, hey, right, right when you land. We was going to throw in Danny. Hey, yep. Alex and Danny <laughs> for Brett. We take the trade is there. We need half a breast Instagram And we'll have a start at five again. Yeah. Adam Silver. Oh, yeah, put, just, hey, move me out to L.A. I'm down. Oh, man. Outside of the you would take Alex's place to stay time. too. Yeah, we can get Alex a spot and all that. Sorry, we'll work it out. We'll work it out, man. Do it for the culture, man. Do it for, for the, the culture. culture. But hey, man, Courtside Radio is here. Our guy Brett is here with us, man. Basketball Studios. Make sure y'all check out uh, his amazing work, man. He's he's on the come up. Uh, the the young pup is becoming Appreciate a big it. dog. So make sure y'all check out everything that he has going. But man, let's get right to it. I'm so heartbroken. I'm I'm hoping this don't hurt my Lakers. God damn it! 
we just got to this bubble, and then we got to deal with this, man. If you don't know, Rayshon Rondo is out six to eight weeks after fracturing mm-hmm. his right thumb. First, no Bradley to come. No no Avery Bradley to come out there and play defense. I don't like the Celtics, but we need a little bit of the luck of the Irish on our squad. And then having the two Celtic guys probably would have helped. But now Rondo is out. Um, Brett, you the guest, man. What do you feel about this uh, Rondo injury? How big of a loss is this to the Lakers? Um, see, I don't know. Like, I know you. I know you. You seem kind of like defeated by it. But to me, it's like <laughs> at this point of Rondo's career and what the Lakers have and what the Lakers need. I think they don't really need that whole playmaker role. They are. I mean, they got LeBron, um, which I know everybody says that like LeBron needs to be off ball more. Preach, Brett. Preach. Who else? Who else? They got to the playmake. Preach. Listen, like, what what were you guys wanting to do in the in the in the trade deadline? You guys were wanting to trade away Rondo. You guys want to get rid of Quick. Kuzma. You guys wanted no. a shot creator. You we guys, wanted Avery you Jamal wanted Crawford. Creator and we wanted Jamal Crawford. Got, no, you wanted Jamal Crawford. I definitely wanted got, Jamal Crawford. You got Quinn Cook, who has won a ring off the bench as a point guard. He can definitely rise up to the occasion. I don't yeah. think – I think at this point of Quinn Cook's career and that Rajon Rondo's career, not saying that Quinn Cook's better, but, like, his service could make it a little bit easier for the, for the Lakers because, you know, he can shoot – he can spread the floor and you know he he makes good decisions i don't think rondo has that much of an effect on the lakers to be honest that's crazy so himes okay. what okay. do you feel about the loss of rajon rondo to the lakers uh first i'd like to shout out baby keem for the orange soda cutie shout out to baby keem uh Fire. look the lakers need rajon rondo let's just let's just get this out of the way and cover it right they don't have any other playmakers other than lebron james oh my bad <laughs> accident so you can claim that. But Rondo was averaging 7.1 points per game and five assists per game, which is not to be undervalued. That five assists is definitely not to be undervalued. I will tell you that. Squad, I will definitely tell that you that. undervalued him. It's noticed that people are undervaluing Rondo's contribution to this Lakers squad because it's not just that he adds a ball handling ability and the ability to spread the floor in terms of his passing, but he's also a solid defender that people forget about. And the Lakers, without Rajon Rondo, at least for these couple of games, we've heard the reports that he'll be out six to eight weeks and Vogel expects him back for the postseason, correct? That's still going to hurt the Lakers in that eight-game stretch that they have to get to the postseason. They're going to be locked in there, but not having Rondo Just makes it that much more difficult to secure those <laughs> wins and keep the places. Rondo is a big impact player for the Lakers, more so than people actually check. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about all-star level production, but he definitely helps the Lakers a lot more with his presence on the roster Experience. as opposed to not. No, I'm all over guy up to no, talk I, about Rondo. Get out of here. Hey, Mike, before you take it, I just want to say, Himes, this is something that we actually agree on. I just think that we're going to be – playoff Rondo usually comes out and show out. Oh, don't so I was expecting – Playoff Rondo. Playoffs. That's the word because he's this much older, like we, Brett was talking about. You'll still get a good amount of Rondo for the postseason. And also for the guys in the background like Bruce who were saying, man, we don't need the Celtic info. It's okay. You might not need the Celtic info, but you need the unbiased, true cultured NBA. That, this is not unbiased <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. If there is one Laker on the uh, roster you would like to talk about, it's it would be Rondo. Rondo. Him or so, Avery Bradley. Moving along. We need to talk about Avery Bradley's absence for the Lakers more so than anything. Avery Bradley's absence is a bigger impact to the Lakers than Rondo's absence. Sure he it a, is. He was, a dumb, he was a big dumb yeah, piece. It's, That's sure going to be an adjustment. So, Mike, what you feel about uh, Rajon uh, Rondo being out six to eight? weeks I feel like it initially hurts us but it doesn't affect us in the long run 
because we will be able to get him exactly. back if he that's what I'm saying we will be able to get him back but I feel like the production we're going to get from the people that will fill in for his spot that we're going to have to be like okay so we're going to put the ball in your hands more we believed in you being a game manager and everybody else got the rest don't worry about that just play your play your role play mm-hmm. your position and we can do the rest as long as you do what we ask you to do we can do that because Rondo can be back and we could have playoff Rondo but the knowledge that Rondo brought is what I feel like we lost. Like the knowledge and the coach on the floor outside yeah, of LeBron, true. and he could take the ball out of LeBron's hand where he doesn't have to play make every single play. Like LeBron, he he'll throw. Hey, I got this, LeBron. Go ahead. You already know set up where I need you, and let's run it. Like so, yeah. it's you've hit the nail on the head. You've hit the nail on the head. You're missing that championship experience. A guy who's won a ring already. Exactly. A guy who's been there. Yeah, so Bruce, but, what's your take on uh, Rajon Rondo being right. out? Since all y'all talking all this craziness, Rajon Rondo has hurt his hand twice this season already and has missed basically half of it. Yeah, we missed 17 games before? He just got back from a hand injury not long ago. We've been Very without true. Rondo like three times already in his tenure as a Laker. Mm-hmm. Avery Bradley, the same thing. He was out and we were playing just fine. That's it's a I blessing love. in disguise to me because now you don't have to try to force Rondo into the rotation. Somebody that honestly we had dogged all season as Laker fans, at least because of his play on the court. He was not consistent. He had made bad decisions. Rondo's mind is different. Like he, he is a great, like, you know, like high IQ. cerebral player out there. He, he very high IQ. He knows what he's doing. We expect him to be good. He's almost a coach on the floor. Exactly. I, I want him in the playoffs, yes. And I, I'm fully aware of playoff Rondo. I've seen it multiple times. I've seen him do things. I know he's very capable. But like I said, you are bringing in Deion Waiters, who has got zero minutes for us. You are bringing in J.R. Smith, who has got zero minutes for us. Caruso, who was playing spot minutes throughout the season yes, because yes. of Rondo. I want to see this production. Thank you. Because of Rondo this. and Bradley. And I love that Brett mentioned Quinn Cook. Thank you. Thank you so much for mentioning that. Game Quinn manager. Cook, last year in the playoffs, especially in that Toronto series, was having games alone by himself where he was hot. He was, you know, keeping them afloat in certain games where they may have been out. Like, we thought the Warriors were done completely, and then Quinn Cook goes on a little run. You're like, oh, they're in the game, and they might win the game, and they actually won a couple games. And we thought the Warriors might win the series, and then Clay got hurt. But... Quinn Cook, I think, also needs his minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. KCP needs his minutes. Like, you need the guys too. that had, that weren't consistent coming into the season or mm-hmm. throughout the season to get some good burn right now. And I always felt like Rondo was, like, the one interrupting that because the guys that were being very effective on the floor for You us, know what the issue was when it came to Rondo? What's that? Is that... Um, LeBron didn't allow him to play point guard, so yeah. Rondo will be spotting up. So that's why Quinn well, Cook will be a better fit. But because it was, Rondo and LeBron should not be on the floor together. Yeah, honestly. that no, part too they should not. I and agree then, with that. 100%. but then LeBron is going to play what thirty eight minutes in 40, the play, it's a play forty off, in the know? playoffs, yeah. like. So, like, you really don't need Rondo that much. He needs an athletic wing that's going to run and go get it. Or, can shoot. or he needs somebody that can play make for himself. Mm-hmm. Deion Waiters. Even JR can knock yeah. down a couple shots uh, and he knows. go off the dribble a little bit. You know, and then you got, like, KCP spot up. Caruso can do pretty much everything he's been doing all season. Him and LeBron's minutes together have been great. Yep. Uh, even Caruso and AD's minutes together have been great. Like, we need to see the other guards on the Lakers rather than throwing 24 to 26 minutes at Rondo that just, to me, honestly, 
from the eye test just waste away on the floor. No, it's just the hope for Rondo was the fact that he will be able to be that playoff Rondo. So mm. people were like, damn, if he could come in and he's giving you like yes. 10 and 7 mm. off the bench, mm. that was going to lift all those bench guys like Kuzma, yep. like uh, Deion Waiters, to where the Lakers would have really been crazy tough yes. because I, it's like... I can, I can agree with that. You got two premier playmakers. We were hoping playmakers. That they would get New Orleans, uh, New Orleans Pelicans Rondo. Right? Yeah, we were hoping and, for New Orleans Pelicans but we haven't seen it. And yeah. we know he was in shape. You know, he'd been taking care of himself. We saw him doing a training and bro videos and fighting was, and body. He was lifting Heavy. He was like was he was looking. And Anthony Davis. Yeah. He was looking good. Like I get it, but like I said, I want the other guys to like gain some confidence going into the playoffs, especially the early rounds where we need them to n- knock down some big shots or play some big minutes or something like that. Yeah. Like I think we need that more than anything right now. So it's kind of like I don't want like. It, to me, it's just a blessing in disguise, and well, like that's just because. Oh, no, no, no. I was just nah. saying that's just because, like, like I said, the eye test from Rondo. Like, I, just I just think that Quinn Cook is going to be a nice fit in piece. You want Rondo because you hope for that added uh, bonus of him turning into playoff Rondo. But if it didn't happen, possibly it could have hurt the Lakers. So we're just going to figure it out and see what Vogel got and see what Quinn Cook got. Like this is his turn to shine. Uh, him being such a big Laker fan, Kobe fan, he has a way to. Kind of show love to Kobe, rest in peace, and to show like I, this is what the Lakers mean to me. Y'all about to get the best me, but uh, what words did you have for us, Brett? Oh, I was just gonna say like it's for a conversation of is Rondo being out gonna affect any sort of like chances with the Lakers? It's kind of like silly because if you look at LeBron's like legacy and all the rings he's had, when have we ever seen LeBron need a backup playmaker to win a championship? Mario like, Chalmers. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. the reason why it's not a Chalmers started. Like, he didn't play make since middle school. Since Kansas. And like, what <laughs> what championship? Like, what team has won a championship in the past five years that has really had a playmaker that they needed? If you look at the Raptors that last Curry? season, come on, like he's gonna he get you what Quinn, six, six to seven Cook. assists? Like who? Steph? No, we're talking about backup. I, I, I understand what you're saying, Brett. Like, who really has a true backup playmaker that goes on and to win a championship? to win yeah. a championship? Like, the, the Raptors last season did not have a backup playmaker, nor did they really have a playmaker. Like, Kyle Lowry, yes, but, like, at the same time. Like, Van Vliet was balling. Van Vliet like, actually but, took over a lot of games. Yeah, Van Vliet was balling. It was productive for him. For me. But, but that's, that's not something Rondo's doing. No, hell no. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Quinn Cook in the rotation that we could have Quinn would be way Cook. more productive. Deion Waiters. I'm not, I'm not even saying just yeah. cook. I'm not, welcome exactly. to welcome to Waiters Island, and you're and you got tickets to the Caruso. Hey, the, like hey, it's going down, Alex. Tell me, if, tell me if you agree shooters. or not that uh, Waiters Island could be a great game or it can be um, uh, edible on a on a Friday. Yeah, one time edible. <laughs> game that's right on now on two got him. He expected Deion Waiters in terms of he was running around here shirtless when you took edible. Really well. He got the nickname Waiters Island for a reason, but that doesn't change the fact that he's just as streaky, if not more, than J.R. Smith. So J.R. Smith and him together, yeah, I mean, you're bound to get at least one of those guys to have a night where they get anywhere between 8 to 18 points, and they're knocking in shots, and they're just hot as can be. But that does not mean it'll equate to a better situation than them having Avery Bradley on this roster ready and available. Hey, you know a name that we didn't say? That is going to be great for his fans, especially 
Mr. AC, Alex Caruso, man. He about to get that burn. Some important minutes. Man, we all said this. What are you talking about? Yeah, I waited for it, bro. The last five minutes. Nobody gave him the type of love. Like, y- y'all, be on, y'all be on Instagram, Twitter calling him go. I haven't seen him I on Mount Rushmore. I said... LeBron and Caruso's minutes together, also AD and Caruso's minutes together. The plus minus was crazy. Like Caruso has been showing yeah, out. But, uh, you don't listen, Michael. Really turn just, your he headphones just said up. That. I was just surprised that I didn't hear y'all praising him like y'all usually do. Talking, he's about, the goat, bro. Here we go. It see, is that's what, what it I is. was waiting for. I don't know. See, see he's, he's gonna good. be an X Factor. He's though, good. For sure. It's Caruso that boy good. time, that baby. Boy good. Oh, you say he's gonna be on X Factor the show for sure. I mean, like, I mean, you got Dwight, of course, but like somebody off the bench that you I need to rely you, on, like he could be like the Iguodala. Not saying like he's he's equal to that, but like somebody no, like off the spark. bench that's really going to push the offense could definitely consistency. Be now he's going to be the Mark Matson from Dallas. Shut up! And he's going to be the no, Mark Matson of the championship run. Michael got about three more comments for his mic cut for the rest of the show. Hey, can y'all agree he's not going to be a Mark Madsen type of spark? Of course, he's a no, better he's not, player. He's not Why get would two you minutes in a game? He's going to be he's going to be a JJ Barea type of spark. No, hey, he the ain't disrespect, JJ. bro. JJ is no, the what? truth. The disrespect. No, that's not bad. Are you talking? What are you talking about? Twenty eleven JJ Barea in the postseason was really damn good. All right, well, you got to be specific. That's yeah. what I said originally. I said it was twenty eleven Mavs JJ Barea. All right, thanks, <laughs> man. I appreciate hey, that. But JJ. Was a beast, so we need that from you, Alex. The LeBron killer, <laughs> facts. The LeBron killer. I think LeBron only had seventeen point eight in the finals versus him, which Oof. is crazy. But man, um, <laughs> shout out to uh, Rondo. Get healthy, uh, you know, or just be there and be a great coach. You know what I'm saying? Push these guys because I think that may be a great role after his career. He may be a coach, a la Jason Kidd. Uh, so Lakers are already dealing with some crazy stuff. But um, another thing before we get to Bruce's team of the week, um, man, shout out and prayers to my guy, man, Russell Westbrook, who uh, came out and said that he's dealing with uh, COVID. He's he's doing fine and everything is just you get tested for. You got it. Got to be safe. Yep, so he's doing his up. part. That's why he hasn't pulled up to uh, Orlando as of yet. So, hey, get real soon, bro. But they didn't uh, announce like why Harden or – Kawhi, Kawhi. I, I think because the players have to decide to say that they, they want to yeah, they wanted to be out and um they they didn't say it there's two hey, more so crazy you know. crazy story right what's up so uh you know go to my uncle's funeral and you know we're chilling I, I had a conversation a while back with one of my cousins that oh you know one of the NBA players are gonna be in our family soon and I was like oh that's dope not thinking nothing of it mm-hmm. and I'm at the funeral guess what I see who's that Kyrie Irving he's about to marry one of my uh like cousin's cousin So Today? Uh, it's Saturday Oh wow Yeah so he's at the funeral repass. So shout out to Kyrie Irving man Can't wait to see you hoop uh, next year I'm gonna uh, shout him out now Cause he family Nah it's gonna be a family thing So it's gonna be different now Up in this <laughs> We gotta support Kyrie You know what saying Around God. playoff time last year So I gotta make man. sure It's all love Boo Celtics Cause that's how he feel about them But uh, man This week's <laughs> Bruce's team Of the Week, yeah, yeah, yeah. What you yeah, got, Bruce? Yeah. Oh man! All right. Well, you know, since it's uh, give us Monday, the Lakers squad. We always love the Lakers squad. We're gonna start off with a nice Los Angeles Lakers squad, and I'm gonna go with uh, Magic Johnson's first championship. Oh, with Kareem rookie year, seventy nine eighty, seventy nine eighty. You know, baby. Oh yeah, that's fire. But um, that's one of those teams, you know that. 
like I said, it kind of like set the tone, like changed the NBA. You know, you get Magic, you get Bird in the draft. Mm-hmm. Magic Johnson comes out. He's like this rookie phenom, lives up to the hype, similar to what LeBron did. He's playing with one of the greatest ever, the captain, Kareem. They had great numbers that year. But um, for the most part, their team, I think, was was like one of those like really good teams that was expected to be good mm-hmm. and then they like did they played somebody on a trade ended up getting magic out the deal like you could fleece people back in the day no, in yeah, the drafts true. back in the day nowadays you, you rob people no, it's oh, the true. Lakers did when they got Gasol but I guess it's just a Laker thing you know well okay, we don't gotta <laughs> talk about that right yeah. now man. But you you know, magic transcended the, the game also because they fleeced them basically for 10 years worth of picks too 10 years they might get a pick this year from the Grizzlies if they don't make the playoffs, and it's non-protected. Uh, <laughs> and that's that's crazy. But that's hey. crazy. But no, Jamal Wilkes, Norm Nixon, Michael Cooper, uh, and you know some other guys that nobody really cared about. Yeah, Spencer Haywood, Hall Spencer of Famer. Spencer Haywood, definitely Hall of, Hall of Famer, but he didn't really get many play much play. Hey, you damn right, because it's like it's about eight guys on there. I have no idea who the hell they are. On a on a Laker roster. Well, I mean, you know who Norm Nixon is. You know who Jamal Brooks yeah. is, Most and you know who Coop is, of course. But yeah, Landsberger, Brad Holland, like yeah. I mean, we have some Butch, very un, you know, un Marty Bar- unnameable Burns, big like, men. You know, Butch was not Lee. Getting... Who the hell is Butch Lee? I don't know. And Alex, to win that championship, the that Lakers... might be Mike. That's a, is that kinfolk? Butch nah, Lee? Nah, uh, just my grandfather Bruce Lee. You might have heard of. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For the Lakers to win that championship, they did beat the Philadelphia 76ers who had. Julius Irving at the time, Daryl Dawkins, Mo Cheeks, Lionel yeah. Hollins, Bobby Jones, Caldwell Jones. What was that? Which one? The series that led up to the Sixers making that finals appearance. Go ahead. Celtics were playing the Sixers. Oh. And in the go. Garden. Here we go. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I would see Brett Felder, Hey, Garden. Brett, what did Joker say? Here Garden. we the go. The way they are. Uh-huh. They shouted once the game was decided that the Sixers were going to win for the last two minutes of the game. All the fans shouted, beat L.A. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was. I've never seen anything as crazy as that. But, hey, too bad it didn't happen. So, shout out to Magic's rookie year. (laughs) 1979-80, Lakers. Again, he beat Bird to winning the championship. He just liked beating Bird, man. I just don't know what it was about Magic versus Bird, but he just liked to beat him. He beat him in college, beat him twice (laughs) in the pros, got a ring first. You know, so shout out to that guy. Had a longer career, even with HIV. So Magic was that guy. But yeah, man, for uh, that that team was amazing. The uh, 79, 80 Lakers, 60 wins, first first seed, and it was just crazy. They had two head coaches. They had like a LeBron situation. They had a coach start ten and four, got rid of him, and then Paul Westhead came in. It was and like run, that. run it, yeah, run easy it, easy money. Let's push. Then they end up firing him the following year, and then here comes Pat Riley, and they win four more, more so. titles. And, that, and us Lakers fans, that's all we know about. So shout out to this week's. We got fourteen more to go, y'all. Don't worry about it. Fact team, baby. Bruce's team of the week. And before we get into a topic that we must discuss, discuss just some things to shout out when it comes to culture news. Uh, Pop Smoke debut album at number one. Uh, shout out oh to uh, 50 helping make that happen by helping, you know, get the album together, album cover, helping like when it came to the production. So shout out to that. Uh, then another one, we need some head class because the Redskins are finally 
changing their name and logo after I think about 80 years. Long away. Yeah. And people have been telling them for a while, like, this name is offensive. Does it honestly y'all, bother y'all? Yeah, y'all need to do something about it because. The name is offensive You know what I'm saying Bruh, I mean it's Same with the Cleveland Indians You know I'm part, I, yeah. It's yeah. like I'm, I'm part this Indian is a, I never took it that way Cause you're this not Ameri- praising it Like, like They're the called f- Native Americans Yeah Florida this State Seminoles You're praising the Seminole Indians Kansas City Chiefs You're pr- giving praise to the Chiefs But Redskins Like It's a negative term Can you imagine A, a team called the uh there's the a, uh, Washington of... N-Words Yeah I could actually yeah. DC It'd actually be DC most Yeah likely. DC Which <laughs> would be terrible So Shout out to uh, Washington Finally About time First of all I can't give no praise To Dan Snyder I gotta give praise To all the people Who pushed him The Nike brand All these different all the brands, brands that pulled out Who were pull, exactly. pulling away yeah. Saying that That we, money bro Once yeah, that money can't start with y'all Once Pepsi and Nike Once his bottom line Start yeah. getting You know So shout out Shout out to To that happening man So we're gonna talk about The entanglement in the Bubble entanglement. Uh, bubble. Nah, so there was just a young lady that came out and said she was already invited to the bubble. This is true. I saw that, and like everybody went crazy. And they was like, "Are oh, they sneaking girls into the bubble and all this other jazz?" Like, they're nah. men. What you think they're gonna nah, do? It, but nah, I don't even think it's that. I think like legit, she was the like people will get their families and friends no. or inv- hey, invites to come at some point. If you're yeah, exactly, if so you're not showing I think any th- symptoms. If there's a long process to it, and he was like, "Hey, young lady, I'm yeah. choosing you, so yeah. you can start to chill. Mm-hmm. So you know, when the time comes, we're getting tested, and these are things that need to go on." I, I don't think she will be the girl anymore since she went out and Hell announced nah. it. Yeah. Nobody's going to want to know that this was the girl that such and such told you know so ahead of time. You see her she with. didn't keep her mouth shut. Facts. And then so, also we had a uh, what was the uh, the gentleman from Houston that went out and got food and then got he, uh, Sacramento he Kings. Has, yeah, he Sacramento has eight, Kings. He has eight more days left on his quarantine. Yeah, he has to quarantine for eight days because he chose to get Postmates from yeah, there and walked outside why. the facility. Hey, but hey, Brett can agree with me. If I'm in the bubble and I can bring in the bubble, I'm bringing her in. Bring the I'm bubble. I'm about to have bubble, a lot bubble. of fun. Bring in the bubble. It's going to be litty. So, with I the wanna, bubbles. I want to say this about, like, say that girl that said that she was invited to the bubble. Now, could she have been invited? Of course. Was she? Probably. But, like, the fact that there, how can we just believe her so easily to just be like, like, she could just woke up in the morning and be like, oh, this would be funny to tweet. Like, True. I don't know. Yeah, that part. Are we 100% sure that she's, like, being straight up? Like, I, I want to hear a name. I want to see some tech receipts. I honestly, like, I don't I don't honestly believe that she has frequented an NBA player or 12 or one or few or mm-hmm. however it might be. She's a popular young lady. She's attractive. And like yeah. I said, I think she definitely got at least the mention of, I might want to bring you to this bubble. Yeah. But I just think she should have kept her mouth shut, and I think this might mess up her chances of getting in the bubble, and she done, she done messed the bag up. Whole yeah. bag gone, down the drain, flush the money down. Yeah, so it's it's crazy, but Himes really wanted to uh, chat on a, a major topic uh, that a lot of people heard in the news, and I actually saw that um, Deshaun Jackson is going to be visiting Auschwitz, uh, you know, just to kind of get a feel of what's going on So Himes uh, Chime in on the Deshaun Jackson story For those who don't know Look we have a Unique platform here Where I am The I am The sole Jewish guy A part of A black owned radio station Which is awesome I'm The sole Jewish guy On this sh- On this show I'm That guy On this panel And it's Awesome to know That I am embraced by so many varying different people in this community. All love, baby. All love. Yeah, we, we, we would. We don't, it's not that we don't 
like you because you're Jewish is more because you're a Celtic fan. Oh, of course. That, that's okay. That's you know, different. I still fucks with you. The beef, you know, don't ever day. think it has to do. Yeah, that discrimination goes to death. Yeah. All right. So I want to get this right. And so to do that, I want to read to you exactly what Deshaun said or mm-hmm. posted. He posted on his story a quote from Hitler, which reads Hitler said, because the white Jews know that the Negroes are the real children of Israel and to keep Americans secret, the Jews will blackmail America. The, they will extort America. Their plan for world domination won't work if Negroes know who they were. The white citizens of America will be terrified to know that all this time they've been mistreating and discriminating and lynching the children of Israel. Now, we've heard Deshaun come out and apologize. He did his part. In terms of apologizing and really making it a point, albeit very convoluted for the reasoning why he posted this, it's not something that should be taken the way that it is. And what I mean by that is that people are taking this quote and making him out to seem like an anti-Semite and that he's actually a bigot. Now, let's let's pull it back a little bit. He posted a statement that, albeit is not okay to be posted you don't want to be quoting hitler and it's not appropriate and of course at all in no situation in particular it is not appropriate and we've been the scapegoats for america as well as many other minorities that's not to put us ahead we are on the same playing field with many minorities in this nation and the world as a whole we've been mistreated throughout history but at the end of the day, what this amounts to is he was just ignorant. He did not know what he was posting, whatever the reasoning, the true reasoning that he claims that he's trying to underscore the points about being a black American, being black on this planet and the hardships that are experienced. Yes, those are very real, but Jews do not have any plan for multimedia domination as Max Kellerman said it best. We have no plans for that. And if anything, I'm that Jew that's looking around wondering, hey, wait, where's this plan for world domination at? I still, I'm being left out of that. And The Onion even posted an article entitled, Why uh, One Jew in Wisconsin is Left Out and Feeling Left Out from the Plan for World Domination. Look, it's ridiculous to think that people are legitimately taking this super far. I understand from the Jewish community standpoint, especially the old school Jews that were either that close to relatives who were members that survived the Holocaust or themselves were uh, Holocaust survivors, that they react the way they do because they went through those experiences. I am one of the blessed men and women, or I'm one of the best uh, blessed, what's the word I'm I'm going for? I'm one of the blessed members of my community in that I did not have to experience that hardship, nor have I experienced true ignorance towards my religion and my people. The point of what's going on that I want to underscore is that the black community and the Jewish community should be fighting in tandem. And it was underscored perfectly by Jamel Hill. She wrote an article that I really want to hone in on. And it's entitled The The Anti-Semitism We Didn't See, and it's brought by The Atlantic, right? And this was posted, I believe, uh, today, actually, at 3 p.m. And in it, she discusses how her experience with anti-Semitism back in 2008 when she was covering the Lakers-Celtics finals game, where she said rooting for the Celtics was like rooting for Hitler. She got a lot of flack for it, was offended by ESPN, and had to make good with the Jewish community. Albeit, it was an ignorant statement, and I understand from a fan's perspective you could claim that yes i understand the point that you're going for rooting for the team that you hate rooting for is like uh, pulling needles it's like listening to nails on a chalkboard you don't want to do it facts and and part of this article that i want to highlight is what she said she said 
Black people's fight for their humanity is unrelated to Jackson's error, but they must use their own racial experiences to foster empathy for others. Even in his apology, Jackson showed little recognition for what he had done. I post a lot of things that are sent to me, the Eagles receiver said in a statement. I did not have hatred towards anyone. I really didn't realize what this passage was saying. Hitler was has caused terrible pain to the Jewish people like the pain the African Americans have suffered. We should together we should be together fighting anti-Semitism and racism. This was a mistake to post, and I truly apologize for posting it for or for uh, and sorry for hurting anyone. And look, the point of that is sure, you acknowledge that you're wrong. I get it. And for me, I don't view it anything more than he was ignorant with what he was doing. And he was trying to make a point about the suffering that African-Americans and black people abroad face every day, especially in this nation. But Jews are not against you. The Jewish community is not against fighting for minorities as a whole period to getting their equality, period. I find myself in the situation where I'm trying to tell others, look, while I, as a Jewish man, had my family go through experiences, I'm lucky that I have it, but I recognize that it's my duty while I'm on this planet as a purpose. If my people have survived this long through as much hate, scrutiny, and scapegoating as we have, it is our duty to help others who are experiencing any type of prejudice, any type of holding, and any type of restraints that they might have to face. It is our duty to help stand beside them as allies and fight for equality, fight for justice. Just as I've steadfast said on this program and other programs abroad, that I feel it is my personal duty and purpose, along with many other things, of course, to stand with the Black Lives Matter movement to push forward for progress, to fight with Native Americans who want to get the Redskins name changed because they feel that it is hurting them, which it does. It's a derogatory term. Facts. And it's time that people understand that anti-Semitism is real. It's always been there. It's always been around. Just as now we are highlighting the injustices going on towards minorities, especially African-Americans in this country because of social media and what we can see. We can't be ignorant to it anymore. It's the same thing with anti-Semitism. It's just been normalized in our culture just as injustices towards minorities have. So in order to do that, I am here on this panel living and breathing and talking to you guys week in and week out to showcase that we stand together as allies, not as enemies, but Mm -hmm. together as a whole. And Jamel Hill said it perfectly right when she talked about how her family would use anti-Semitic rhetoric without actually truly meaning that it was anti-Semitic. Saying bad things about Jews, such as we're money grubbing or that we have all this money, yada, 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 the stereotypical things that are associated with my community. They weren't saying it as an offense. They were saying it because it was a matter of fact thing that has been socialized in our culture. So I want it known that one... Jews don't have any any type of plan for world domination. If they did, I've been left out of that, and I really, really would like to at least see what's going on, just as I'd like to know who killed Kennedy. But that's not going to happen. And I also want to underscore the fact that Deshaun Jackson made a bad move, and he is apologizing, and he's actively taking efforts to correct that. He's already apologized to their owner, yep. to their GM, to Doug Peterson, to the Jewish community online, albeit it was a half-assed apology, kind of similar to what LeBron said when they were talking about the Jay-Z quote with yeah. the Jewish rules. And some people just don't, don't know better, so you just have to... Um, you know, that's why he's doing his part to go and take his time out to go and learn, you know, by but visiting it, but Auschwitz. it's more important that he highlights that experience. I really yeah. think it's important. So I that think that's dope. That he needs to highlight that experience, showcase that he's doing it, to set an example for everyone else going forward. Just as everyone on this panel, including Phil, who's not in, including Danny, who's not in. Yeah. 
we've all been together through this for a long time now. Both of our communities have gone through hell and high water to get where we are. Look what we're doing. I'm registered as a white guy, right? We're sitting on a panel together as all minorities doing a job together to set a standard. And it's very important that we highlight that because we are the ones that are also setting a tone and change for our futures, for our kids' futures. And I think that is what it's about. I think, yeah, and I think one of the problems that sometimes when it comes to minorities, there are a bunch too much in groups to where some of the problems can be overlooked to where we need to kind of see that these are individual problems of these groups. So if we can handle them one by one, and take care of it that it makes it that much easier when you just say oh these minorities are going through this and that it's just like you only can handle one because you're marginalized yeah it's it's different issues that put it in a hole yeah put it in a hole you're trying to put it in a number categorized you're trying to categorize it in numbers or not statistics just as african-americans jews uh straight people gay people uh, Native Americans. We are not numbers. We are people, emotions, and we are actual and, people. And we need to attack them one at a time. So, hey, man, and great. That's why I want to ask you guys. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry to harp on this because it is important. It is. It really that's is. It is very important one to me to set aside that stuff and also to make it out right. So I wanted to ask you guys, what do you guys think about what's going on with what he has said? No, I just think that. He just has to to learn more. Even myself, I have to learn more because it's a lot I don't, you know, I don't know about the Jewish community. So that's why I don't really like to say much about the the different issues. I just think that we have to know that they're separate issues. So we can't always align and say that Hispanic people, Jewish people, black people know what it feels like because we don't. Because our issues are, are different. But we need to attack them any way that we can so you know it has to happen and people just have to learn man we have to be willing to learn and then people have to come out there and teach and that's what we need to help advance when it comes to groups of people because the only way that we can learn about what they're truly going through is if we're taught it and the only way that we can solve it if if we all work together to handle each of these issues uh one by one so um man himes thanks a lot for chiming that in uh once again, I know everything is going on in the world. I still want to say Black Lives Matter. We got to make sure that we keep continue pushing that push. And then rest in peace to Naya Rivera um, of Glee. This is true. Oh, yeah. Uh, who they found her body they today her after body. five days. So we have that's to. That's horrible. I'm, I'm very glad that her baby is okay. Yeah, yeah very that's, true. It's a crazy. And like, you know, there's no details story in the story. Crazy, yeah. Random blessing in disguise because the baby was asleep when they found her. Yeah. So, so four-year-old. I, man, it's just. Probably cried herself to sleep. Yeah, man. exactly. Like my mom been gone and we never, like still to this day, we don't know how long and she And that was baby gone. probably won't truly understand once it get older to know that. Yeah. Dang, this happened to my well, mom with I, me I out there. I also want to just go back real quick because we got disconnected and say thank you guys also for being allies to the Jewish community. I think that's also something Most that doesn't does. get said enough. It, it really does. It doesn't get said enough. Like, if you guys ever want to come for a Shabbat dinner, you guys know that you guys have a spot at my table whenever. Sound fuego. Hey, if guys. it's free, I'm there. He's so Man, free food, good prayers, good drinks. Look, at the end of the good day, good people, good it. company. And if I can do that, I did that with my fraternity in Lexington. If I can do that with you guys, it's a blessing and we can set that standard. Facts. So thank you for being allies. Much that's, love, that's brother. Oh, certainly. And yeah. I, I feel the same way when it comes to the Jewish community. Like as a, a young man growing up in L.A., which is so diverse and you run into all forms, shape, sizes, colors, any race. 
um, I can always say that, yes, my Jewish friends, most of them have money. I'm not going to lie. A lot of them are pretty well off, but they're always like right in the trenches with us. They're always Mm -hmm. like right in there, super involved in the culture, very understanding of what's going on. Know the hardships of like what folks like us had to go through, especially when, you know, somebody like has a grandparent or great grandparent that's like sitting at the couch, like probably like on their last breath or whatever with those numbers tatted on their arm. You know, like that's serious. It's huge to sit here and see people go through these things. But I will say as a black man uh, and what Deshaun Jackson said, I think it's more of black people always feel like we're left out and we are or we are treated unfairly. You see that all of these everyone has received reparations for the wrongdoings to their uh, their race and things that they went through. But yet nothing for the black anything. So that is kind of what we are always fighting for and always battling about and always saying, well, like, yes, like everybody has suffered, but you guys literally got checks yeah. for suffering. Jews, the, uh, what, J- Japanese. Japanese Americans got checks. For, you know Jewish community got like, uh, checks. Native Americans get Native checks. Native Americans got it really bad, but, you know, they have no, land. Native, and- Native, Natives had it pretty much the absolute worst. They just completely took yeah. mostly everything Wiped from them. Wiped them out pretty and much. And then, took their not, land, no, and not even saying, you can't say that they wiped Native Americans out because Mexicans are Native Americans. No, they're yeah, just true. telling you that they're not. Yeah, so facts. that they have no claim to the land. That's real. So, like, it's all a lie in the in the beginning, at the, at the end of it, because it's just like, Really what we're saying Is like the people that Are the natives You just Ended up breeding with them Now they're lighter skinned And you're saying That they're not from here And it's just It's just like a lot of like Stuff that we have to go back on And talk about And think about And it's not always A comfortable talk Topic to talk about No but that's with some why people. We're doing this That exactly. is exactly What we are having Thank you sir discussion. Yeah And it's a discussion That needs to be Have more and hopefully, you know, we can bring it but up they once did again. Say we would get if they gave us three hundred and thirty thousand. That should cover reparations for each black person on the planet. So go on and cash that. Yeah, check. give me that. Appreciate I need that, that bread. Thirty eight. But uh, three hundred thirty thousand. So we need okay. that. But uh, Mike, uh, let's get to it, man. Two four pick and roll. Uh, no Philip today. Shout out to Philip. But uh, you do know this is Courtside Radio with the starting five, the best hoop show in the land, and we got a special guest, probably the best page on IG when it comes to basketball. Mister Brett, yeah. a basketball. basketball star. Studios. Yeah. What's up, bro? So, uh, I got a little something for you. Two, four, pick and roll. Let's do it. We got the two here. We all, we gonna all play a spot. Exactly. Hey, Mike. Mike. Yeah. Mike. Yeah. Here we go. Ready? What's up? Ladies and gentlemen, from live from the good news of sports radio, we are ready. The two, four, pick and roll. Mike. Let's get it. it Let's get it. It's a big Mike out of Pappy in the building. I got my guys with me. We got the two folk pick and roll. And you know how we do. So uh, I got a special one for y'all. We're going to go player's edition. Special request from my guys. So we're going to go starting off with all-time shooters. And who would you rather have take a shot for you? First Guys, off, I'm going- reports are coming out right now. I'm sorry, breaking news. Reports are coming out right now that James Harden has tested positive. Mm, yeah, I already I knew you. that. Yeah, I knew that. You know, Him and Kawhi. You can't put your face in a stripper's butt and think you're not going to get coronavirus. Facts. <laughs> exactly. Invite, Damn, uh, that's dirty. You can't go face first, Mr. Harden. Can't do it, man. No mask? Come on, bro. That beard is not a mask. Just letting you know. Coronavirus been living in his beard for about twenty years. Facts. Hey, like but that so bird in uh, in uh, Peter's beard and family. <laughs> yeah, classic Damn. too. Chuck, All right, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. You we got it, Mike. Two four pick and roll. Let's go. I mean, so you said I shooter. Got, I got shooters for you, and I have an all time matchup of Ray Allen 
Mr. Jesus Shuttlesworth himself Verse Not Dame But it's Reggie time It's Miller time baby So who you got? I have Ray Allen He's oh, the, easy. First of all I took his I, The reason I shoot the way I do And the shooting form I took Was because I saw Ray Allen play hmm. It was one of the purest strokes I've ever seen And it was A shot creator Who was a fluid hooper And there was no flaw in this game Baby Wilt was a thing No facts He was He was a true So how many people got We got uh, four of us on the side Who has Ray Allen? Who has Ray Allen? Brad who you got? I got him I got I mean, Ray I, Allen too I, I Who you him. got Himes? Come on, come on! You got somebody. You know he got Ray. Oh yeah, he got Ray. Who you got, Bruce? I'm just going. I'm going to go with Reggie then. You go with Reggie? Yeah, y'all out here going crazy. No, no, because Reggie Reggie has off the dribble. That's what Reggie. Yeah, Reggie. Thirty. How many rings did Reggie have? Reggie has zero rings, but you got to think about it. He was only a five-time All Star. Where Ray Ray Allen was a ten-time All Star, two-time champ, and All NBA. That's Michael Jordan's fault. All to make it in front of MJ, Glenn Rice, Penny Hardaway. Well, yeah, you gotta understand, bro. He had he had everything he needed when he came out of UConn. Yeah, there wasn't no twos yeah. when Ray Allen was coming up. God, no, yeah. he got game was the reason. I said, wait a minute. So hey, you got four of us rolling with you with Ray, and that's, that's I love that, baby. Hey, we all getting buckets over here. Let's yes, sir. So uh, just because since he did my guy Hines broke breaking news, I'm gonna go ahead and switch up the order, and I'm gonna go to my James Harden versus my new Ginobili for the who used and utilized the Euro step better and introed it to the league. Who do you think was the originator? Oh, that's, that's easy. What Matter of fact, it might not even be Mono. I know it's an old no, school I, player from the 90s. I can't remember his name right now. I, I can tell you that right now. I was about to say who. No, I'm not talking about the original. Who used it more effectively? Oh, um, James. Man. James, because he travels every time and they still can't no, figure it James out. James gets to the free throw line with it and he shoots what? Yeah. Bro, how many free throws does James Harden shoot a game? 15? 14, I'll, 15, something yeah. like that. I was about to say 16. I thought, I was like, I thought, I knew. <laughs> I just, thought he went up. I thought he grew. I'm taking James Harden Euro who used over. It more who, who was more effective with their Euro who was step? More effective. With the Euro say step, a man who ended up getting rings from it. So that's Manu Ginobili. Did someone guy play with Tim Thank Duncan? You. The yeah, guy who played with Tim Duncan. Of course, you better get rings. More but, effectively, yeah, well, you play with Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul. They're not Tim Duncan. <laughs> but, no. but you have to understand the way Manu Ginobili brought it to the league. He was no, yeah, efficient. he was nasty with it. But like he's okay. We're going talking about James Harden's handle. Manu had a handle when he came out before the ball spot, and he was banging yep. on people. But he utilized his euro step to be a consistent score for a championship caliber team. Yeah, he used it. You know, like it was just a, it was a smaller, without travel, a little it's, bit like so. That's the, why I'm saying it's more effective because you literally have a gentleman traveling every time he almost does it, and like they're just not called. So so, how you gonna qualify? I think that? that's a huge effect on. Hey, so the name is Sarunis Marlachunis uh, from Lithuania. He mm-hmm. was the originator of the. I used to do it both, like not even just both ways. He he did do a couple side steps. If if, if I remember correctly, he was the truth. I, I no, remember. he was nice. But I was going to go with Drazen Petrovic in terms of guys that actually utilized it really well. Now Petrovic was had a he had a jumper. It's great, crazy. I forgot jumper. about Dwayne Wade though. No, D Wade had a nice one too. Dwayne had the he had the effectiveness of how Kobe did. Everything he just said, I'm yeah. going to be, I'm gonna make myself open off you. Every uh, counter move, his, every counter you have for your defense, nice. I have for offense right now. But I like I think like with it. Dwayne Wade's Euro step was pretty crazy though. No, like, yeah, that was like an actual like underrated thing that Dwayne Wade like. True, that, I agree. That's something he got that he coined really well. 
I think that James do, does it with so much power as well that it's like, damn, how do he you forces stop himself this? open because he get the foul. That's he the whole bang thing. you with that shoulder, then you're and then, old, and then it's like it's, you like it's nothing you can do. He comes down and, and then comes have, over. He's not going to have to use much skill now. If the lead started today, man's going to have everyone avoiding him, and defenses aren't going to. Ah, don't do that. <laughs> I got. <laughs> so, hey, what's the, what's got, the last you know, one, Mike? I'm gonna go ahead and give you the last one, and it's. The battle of the little men on this one. Okay, let's go ahead. Michael? I know something about this one. Uh, Wait, Michael? is it Michael and Earl Boykin? <laughs> uh, Earl, I'm taller than Earl. Don't Earl, do that. Earl surprisingly has been noted to get two dunks, only two. Hell no. No, this is true. Not it wasn't. It was in practice. Oh, okay. it, wasn't, yeah, it wasn't. He never got an in game dunk, uh, which is wild. In-game. Yeah, never in game, but he can dunk. So I will go also I'll tell you It was Nate Robinson And Spud Webb Ooh I like that one So If we're going better player I'm going with Nate Rob No Yeah he had 11 He only had 11 points though But still I'm going with Nate Rob As a dunker but if we're, I'm not talking about play. I'm talking about Dunker. Oh, this oh, is Dunker. Small man Dunker. Dunker. Ooh, yes, ooh. I didn't go play. I said Dunker because I was That's like, I saw the stats. Nate got like what three titles? Yeah, but after a while, I'm talking about same who, dunks. So when you saw this player and the elevation that he showed, who excited you more once you found out that? Wait a minute, he's. I'm gonna go Spuck because Spuck is still Dunky, 50 years old. That's crazy. Bro. That's wild. I think Nate is still Dunk. No, Nate, course, Nate ain't bro, 50. Nate Robinson, 100 percent over. Spud. Spud beat Dominique Wilkins in a dunk contest. I'm going Spud. Guess he's sticking with the little man. I don't know. I just I think I like Nate's game. Period. But we're talking dunk about Dunker. People. Yeah. I, Nate has some in-game dunks that was crazy, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going Nate. So okay, so wait. We're just gonna go down the list. I didn't give y'all mine yet. That's funny. The last one I was gonna go last. That's what I like about it. So who'd you have, my I got Spud. And Bruce Nate. Yeah. Who you so, got, Brett? I got Nate. Man, man Brett don't count. Brett ain't never watching those Spud highlights, up, man. Who, who you got? Uh, who you got, <laughs> Mr. I've Hans? Seen, I've seen Spud, but I've also seen Nate. Like, that dude cleared Dwight. I don't know if we're still talking about Dunker or Player. But Dunker. Like, Dunker. I'm, still I'm still going Dunker. I got, yeah, I mean, dude cleared Dwight. Like, Thank I, you. I got Nate. Without, so without what, Spud, is no Nate. Without even hearing Hines, and I know who he, I know who he has, I have Nate. Because that's cool, a, but that's I mean, what, like, without no Dr. J, there's no MJ. But who we got? No, nah, David Thompson was the reason why we had MJ. <laughs> this is true, but you have to understand, <laughs> Nate Robinson. He changed it as an effective dunker, as a little man. He said, "I can be efficient scoring," and he actually was getting blocks after that. That's what's funny. No, he, yeah, I got, I got one word. Actually, I'll say this: I'm going with the man that blocked Dwight Howard. Oh, the Celtic. Yeah. See, hey. come on, man. No, that makes sense. I told you. Hey, well, he has. See, Spud, to me, his bounce was more miraculous, but Nate's yes. his, Nate's effectiveness with his dunks with his bounce yeah. on people or Y'all just... Y'all need to go and watch Spud take. We bro. have. He jumps very high. I love it. It looks it looks magical. But the way Nate dunked on people, you got to think about it. A lot of Spud's dunks were just simple, one hand, two hand. I've never... You've seen Nate, I've never, you seen Nate dunk on someone? Like yes. Man, body up? A lot of yeah. TJs, actually. That's yeah, what I'm going to say. You not, James, t- t- wait, 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 time out. You're telling us to watch film, telling uh, the young cat of us. We need you to watch some recent film. <laughs> no, I know. You, you missed a lot of I've baseline. never seen Nate. I, Nate. I think chest to chest. Uh, I got to go, go watch some If new. it's not, it's over the shoulder for hey, sure. Hey, Brett, man, post something on Basketball Studio so I can see I Nate you. Duncan. Because I, I, I need you, to see man, more. He has TJ's hey, matter of fact, he has in game. Too. Hey, put up him and Spud yeah, and ask people who they, who they think is a better uh, small guy dunker. I guarantee that would be a great post. 
I told you I got yeah. I got a few I got some fuego for you. I, like I told it. you I hey, got so you man make sure y'all make sure y'all tune in next week cause that two fold pick and roll players edition will be back uh, it's, it's always gonna be fun along with uh, Bruce's team of the week but let's get to the final to- topic since we got about 10 minutes left and it's King James LeBron James uh, so my question to you guys is and we're gonna start with you Brett um, so you can tell me what you think about it with you being our special guest is there an issue with Bron not having a social justice message on the back of his jersey uh, you see that LeBron being such a big figure that's really there for the fight when it came to the uh, I Can't Breathe t-shirts the hoodie when it came to Trayvon Martin the fact that he's not going to be wearing a message on the back of his shirt it came out today that Giannis will be wearing uh, equality, equality. Yeah. Um, you know certain players are going to have Black Lives oh, Matter like like like, like a LeBron shoes oh, okay. and different things uh, but yeah so what do you feel about LeBron not having a social Social justice message on the back of his jersey. Is it a big deal or is it nothing at all? Want to slide it to um, Brett? I feel like if yeah. people are going to make it a big deal, it's out of boredom. As far as Thank like, you. like we can't we can't just like ex- tell people what to do like like that. Like we know LeBron cares about Black Lives Matter. We know LeBron cares about like black equality. Like we know LeBron isn't just ignoring all the issues in today's world like by him just having James on the back of his jersey that's just him representing himself and like I'm pretty sure during this whole season he's either going to post something pre-game he's going to talk about something there's going to be a point where he speaks I don't think this is him just saying no I don't want to talk about anything anymore because then that's putting more pressure on these type of celebrities you heard it in the J. Cole song he was just like don't come to me saying that I need to be the like the voice for every single person Mm -hmm. out there that's not what I came here to do. LeBron came to play basketball. Not saying that he shouldn't talk about, um, you know, the issues going on. I definitely think he should. But we don't need to put it all on LeBron Thank to you. say, hey, you need to give max effort about these issues 100% of the time. I'm 100% sure he's going to be doing something during the season yeah. to make I himself mean, a voice. Exactly. My thing, I'll, I'll, I'm sorry if I'm taking somebody's spot, my kill, but you out here. No, you're good. you solid. He on OK Cupid and stuff. But um, I'm trying to hit up, I hit up Mark Cuban. <laughs> but LeBron, I need to check. LeBron James' name alone is big enough for me. You holds know, weight. like it holds a lot of weight. LeBron is one of those frontline celebrities that's been out here, you know, fighting for this constantly. LeBron drops equality shoes like every seat, black and white. Like yeah. people who question his, like LeBron has wild. always been involved in, you know, like everything when it comes to you know trying to. Big up the culture Like help You know The needy Whatever it needs to be done LeBron is there Doing it Putting his money Where his mouth is Putting his time in, Investing into it Like Whatever we need to do I don't think he needs to wear it. Anthony Davis either Like you Like I said They can ask me Every game Every time after game Why don't you have something On your shirt And then he could just Go in Well arrest the killers That Arrest the police That killed Breonna Taylor Like yeah, exactly. He also said I don't think it's right that they get to choose what Facts. I get to what yeah. I get to say because they yeah, limit I mean, it so you're much. You're giving yeah. me so like so few statements about all that's going on right now, and I, like you know, like John Moran said, I, I would have loved to have fuck twelve on my jersey. Exactly. He was like, I, "That's the jersey I wanted." Like, yes, that's like, why not? It's intense, but <laughs> I'm just saying. Like at intense. the end of the day, but you got to think about it. They they would censor it. Like in a certain way, they'll stitch it a certain way, but we get the we get the meaning. Oh, okay. So that's why I'm like, it's a message. That'd be interesting. Yeah, they're not gonna allow. They're that. not gonna allow. No, they're not gonna allow. But I, 
everybody's gonna understand like no profanity or things like yeah, that yeah, but yeah. but when it comes to like you can't put like somebody's name on your you can't put Breonna Taylor on the yeah, back of your jersey George you can't Floyd. put George Floyd on the back of your jersey mm-hmm. you can't put um, any of the the victims of the numerous police br- the vast millions yeah, of police brutality I feel like they had to censor it though like they had to pick terms because if you think about it what if there was a one guy in the league that would pull a Drew Brees next thing you know yeah you know, oh, yeah. teams or are gonna the, have a riff with people it'd have been that I one mean, player who said all lives matter same thing, matter. Well, about same the thing Woj is going through right now because the senator tried free, to free Woj free Woj free Woj man free Woj the, the senator tried to say well why can't you say all lives or uh, blue lives or whatever hey, it might be hey, so and before, it turns out to be my senator too hey be, before we pass <laughs> it was, hey, man, we know where you live it's okay yeah. it's not your fault hey before we pass it to Mike so he can give his take on this I just wanna say that we might have to do us a sports journalist Protest of free woes, man. They try to do my guy dirty over there at ESPN, man. Let that man live, man. I think it was all PR. I think Woj should be back. Like He's this is something that gets him all the support. Yeah. So once Woj is, if they they cannot let Woj go because if he's a free man, somebody's giving him the biggest check in the world to yes, work sir. for, him, which will be Fox. So Mike, what's your take on it? Uh, LeBron not having a social uh, justice issue on the back of his uh, jersey—is it problem or no? It's not problematic at all, and I feel like the people who are making it a necessity to point out that oh why he why he wasn't going to do it, and he says he wants to go ahead and better his people and use his platform, and this is a perfect opportunity, yeah, for him to represent what he needs to and take care of his own business as he is as a man, as anyone else has the opportunity and the right to do so. So I feel like there should be no no hating of this man for not doing it, but it's like. He does so much outside of that. You cannot, you cannot so limit. much. Yeah, and then when you limit what you can say, it's like so. What if he had a saying that he wanted and you couldn't, you wouldn't allow? It? And he said, "Well, that's the only one I want." Just like Steph when he got to Under Armour, it's like, okay, well, if you can't let me put Philippians three fourteen on here, I'm not signing with you. He Under Armour was the only one. No, yeah, that's tight. So, so LeBron and, and the players who choose not to, I am not against you. I'm all look all power to you. Nice. Kind of your business and. Do your thing, big dog. So, Himes, what's your take on the uh, issue or no issue? With not having anything on the back of his jersey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with not having, just putting James instead of the limited, of a, of the limited list that they have. Yeah. All right. First off, why should we have an issue with him picking a name or a slogan to have on his jersey? I think that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be an issue. If you want to make an issue and claim that he's got the biggest platform, the biggest voice, he's the biggest face, he should be putting something on there. Okay, there's an argument to be made there, right? But let him pick what he wants to put on the back of his jersey. Exactly. Just let him pick. It shouldn't be that big of an issue that people are making it out to be. He wants to have his name on the back of his jersey. Okay, great. Let him have the name on the back of his jersey. Cool. He will do his part and represent the cause, yeah. not just by having a name on the back of his jersey. He can do it in so many other ways, which I am sure, just as you all are sure as well, that he will be doing while he is actually in Orlando, in this bubble. Hey, I'm There's- just I'm just upset that he didn't decide to put follow Mike Hill to PG on Instagram on the back of his jersey. And so that's the- why I was disappointed. I don't think anybody had that option. That, was actually- <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the top option. But, hey, man. Our time is up. That's that's been our hour. Um, the starting five here in the building doing our thing. Shout out to our guest, uh, Brett. Man, let Brett, let everybody Brett, know Brett, where Brett, they Brett, can Brett. find you at. Everything you got going. 
Uh, tell everybody when your mixtape is dropping so everybody can be tuned <laughs> in. <laughs> Bars. All right. So um, you can find me. Well, first, I wanted to say I appreciate you guys having me, of course. Of course, always just, brother, welcome, brother, brother. Always welcome. You the. You the. Yeah. You the baby. Hey, we I just appreciate. Like hey, I said. Hey, we the goats. You the baby goat. <laughs> My character, don't worry about that. I'm a little Padawan, but I got you. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, I appreciate you guys, and um, you guys can find me on Basketball Studios on Instagram. It's clean username, don't no no periods, no numbers, anything like that. BS Brett's the personal account. And other than that, those are two places. So go ahead, hit me up, follow I up, respond to everything. Yes, All sir. That. This is actually true. Hey, man. So we thank you guys so much. You tune in live and listen to Courtside Radio on the Good News uh, Radio app, the Good News Sports. Thank you for clicking that thing and tuning in to us. Then for you guys who tune in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Play, it's all love to you the same, man. So we thank you guys for checking us out on this Courtside Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't forget, Thursday, the original day, we're going to be back in this thing, 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m., giving you the most fire takes with the best instrumentals in the background provided by my guy, Eric, Eric Bruce on the ones DJ and twos. Shice, right. DJ Shice, 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 right. We here. So, hey, we thank you guys for tuning in. Courtside Radio starting five. Mike Kelder, PG, Bruce, uh, Mike, out of Pappy and then of course Larry Bird White Chocolate Alex Himes Himes LA officially on the trade block for Brett thank yes, you we trade for you <laughs> Brett soon we're gonna make episode. it happen and uh, Philip, what's good man make sure you uh, be on here Thursday or you will be part of this trade so uh, of course our radio starting five we are out this thing peace hey. everybody be safe y'all we yeah. love you Thank you.